Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, everybody. It's episode 154 of Husband and Wife Sentence to Life. With Simon and Laura. <laughs> you right? Yeah. Looking fabulous today. Thanks. Yeah, I've got a skirt on, but it's covering my knees. You've got a stripy vest on, the French look. Actually, it's quite a French look with your fringe and everything. It is a French look. You know what I like. Oh, <laughs> what French women? Well, the, the thought of French women. Not, I don't want to be with a French woman. What, what do you mean, the thought of a French... The aesthetic. You know that thing... What? I used to have the Citroen 2 CVs, the De Chabot. You know, that thought of living in France and going to shop for a baguette and some onions. And On a bike? Yeah, well, yeah, or in my 2 CV. The sort of, like you've got now, your hair tied back with the fringe, messy fringe. Yeah, that's me. I think that's my dream. But with an English woman. With you. <laughs> Don't try and get me on a technicality. <laughs> <laughs> However, if there's anybody listening who's living that life and... Is attracted to an old, over-the-hill Englishman. Drop us a line, husbandandwifepod at gmail.com. You know, this is romantic. I'll put you on the back burner. <laughs> nice. What's your fantasy? Don't say your actual fantasy. I don't have one. We've often fantasised about living in France together. Yeah, but French men don't do it for me. That like It's not the people. Yeah, but I, I, get, I get what you're saying, the lifestyle, but, but actually, the reality. We've been there where... It's like everyone's smoking fags and the toilets are dirty. And You'd love the drinking culture, though. And again, I don't mean to generalise here, but when I've been in France, especially with my friends in the lower reach south of France, and not on the coast, in the mountains, the wine is tremendous. Do you remember going into... We went into a, a local pub rather than, like, a tourist pub. It was opposite our hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
we asked for a gin and tonic. Yeah. He had no idea what one was. Anyway, we explained to him, you know, it's, you put gin and then this tonic or gin, gin broke, never know. Like most French people, flat refused to speak English. Yeah, yeah. So, we, so we're trying to explain in our very broken English and French. Anyway, he brings it over to us. We had one each because you were still drinking then. Yeah. In a pint glass, it was three quarters full of gin. Do you remember? Yeah. We had to, like, ask for more glasses and then, like, spread it out. It was... They ended up loving us in that little bar, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, but... And they were in a crappy bit of Paris, that. It that was. wasn't in a particularly great bit of Paris. I would go back there. I would I'd go back. It. I got stuck in lift. Yeah, I flashed in the lift. You flashed in the lift. I think that's because Very it gave me a pint of gin. <laughs> yeah. Literally. My highlight of that night was the pizza after the... Ch- <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, being flashed in the lift. I mean, I like that thought of us possibly living in a shack near the beach somewhere. But the French aesthetic is certainly a yeah, pleasing one. It is. I mean, I guess a little country house somewhere, but that, but I'm not ready for that yet. I'm not ready like, for that yet. Like the French aesthetic for me would be me wearing baggy trousers and the, you know the jacket, the the Kevin MacLeod yeah artist jacket. A bit like Grayson, kind of like Grayson, yeah. Not when he's not wearing a dress. See, the difference between our two aesthetics there is the female version is a very sexy look. The male version is, but don't you find them sort of louche french men sexy you know like they're just no and it, you know like no but that style yeah i get what you're saying i get what you're saying and some people like the french accent and because that's where i'm going there's no way i'm getting traditionally sexy i'm going towards but i was gonna say i i'm not into accents obviously i'm talking about me and you yeah i get it lifestyles i get i get it i get it i, I think having a little little cottage in an english country garden yeah one day not yet i'm not ready but i still like that aesthetic yeah Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop. It sounds like a euphemism for fannies, and it's a website fully embracing fannies. Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop. So, I want to talk to you about Father's Day. Apparently, it's coming up. I don't care about Father's Day. You always look after me on Father's Day. You always spoil me. All I know is it's June. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop lifestyle website, you know, who do tuppence candles. Yeah. They brought out a list of what to get your fella. Okay. So I want yeses or noes on this and what you think are each one. Go on. $25 pair of socks from Bombas. Nah. $17 coffee mugs from Ketty. Again, it's just, I think, mugs. $500 bottle of whiskey from Macalan. Macalan, Macalan. Well, our friend Paul Chuckle would love that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't. A $1,500 custom-made suit from Tom Ford. I lo- do you know I want to lose enough weight to have a Tom Ford suit? Do you? But again, you see- there's no point me buying that for you. Well, Tom Ford always looks super hot. Remember that film with Colin Firth in? It was called something like Body Cool. I can see him in it. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Ford directed that film, but Tom Ford's tuxedos and suits always look super. You've got similar glasses to to what Colin yeah. Forth. Colin Forth. <laughs> he was the one before. <laughs> The new one, Colin Six, was supposed to be a really good update <laughs> on the last one. Like iPhones. <laughs> you, have you been drinking? Uh, we're sat, I, by the way, we're not explaining where we are because it sounds funny. Oh, we're yeah. sitting in Ibn Battuta Mall, Basie Pills at DPA. It's a Friday afternoon. Normally by now we're knee deep in thinking about what takeaways we're What takeaway, what TV, what trashy TV yeah. we're watching. But yeah, it's... So we're killing a bit of time. The next thing on the list, a $12,000 Rolex watch. Do you know what? I've always thought about getting you a Rolex like it's something I would like to get you I don't think in all honesty I'm ever going to be able to afford it 
But uh, this is where it becomes heartbreaking because there was a time eight years ago, I'm going to say, yeah, that we went into Rolex. I think it was your forty fortieth. Yeah, I did think about buying you one then. Yeah, it's not eight years ago then, is it? So we went in for my fortieth to get me a Rolex. We had less children then. Yeah, little did we know. But I could have had a Rolex there and then. Yeah. And the sensible car me said, no, don't get a Rolex. Which is mad for you because when it comes to things like watches and guitars and sunglasses, things like that, which are expensive, you don't have a very sensible head normally. Well, we are sitting now, what's that shop called behind me? JS Music. We're sitting next to a guitar shop that sells the coolest guitars. And even though I've just sold one of my guitars and I'm planning on selling more, you just took I me still th- went in. You've taken photographs and said, look what they're selling. What they've got in here. <laughs> so, Rolex watch for Father's Day. That's decent. If I could, I would. A $64,000 trip to the Arctic Circle. So that'd be like one of these expedition type um, trips. What do you think of that? I don't know if you would like that. I think I would. I think I'm a little bit more comfortable in snow than you are. Yeah, but I, I think I prefer the adventure holidays more. Really? Mind you, we always end up doing a lot of walking wherever we go. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know if that would be my place of choice, but yes, if I could, I would. But again, these are a bit extravagant for Father's That's Day. That's expensive, $64,000. Like, Rolex was going to be for a big birthday. Yeah. I'm going to finish on this one. Yeah. A $219 hands-free prostate stimulator. Now, remember, this is Gwyneth. Does like to put a lady toy on her website. Right. Well, now she's branching out into the fellas' side of things. So what this is, is basically an up-the-bum fun gun. Right. I've not seen a picture, but I'm guessing we can figure out what it looks like. Yeah. What do they mean, hands-free? It's a Bluetooth. Oh, yeah, I guess. It's got a little remote control. I don't know. The prostate is a very sensitive place. Have you got your phone? Let's have a look at what it is. I can't believe you're making me... uh... Let's see what it looks like. Right, so it looks like... Do you remember them telephones in the 80s? I'm thinking... What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking it's unisex, this. I'm sure you can, but I'm th- it's obviously that's how a fella would do it, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Do you know what else I'm thinking? I'll have the watch. <laughs> <laughs> a liar. Oh, not bloody lying. <laughs> well, we know we didn't. you didn't even want the doctor's finger. No. So. <laughs> if any of that's going to happen, I want to be asleep, so I'd rather not have it for my father's day gift. Oh, dear. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Sits Pinklers. Men who sit down when they go for a wee-wee. Very common in one European country. Sitz Pinklers. Did I tell you about the peeing thing? The peeing survey that came out this week? New German word for you, Laura. Sitz Plinkler. I said it wrong. <laughs> Sitz Pinkler. Sitz Pink. S-I-T-Z. Yeah. Pinkler. Yeah. Sitz Pinkler. All one word. Do you know what it means? Go on. It means somebody who sits down to wee. 
which you're... Uh, I've been doing since late 20s. Yep, you're a big fan. And listen to this, I'm justified. A survey of 12,000 men in 12 countries found that 38% of German men said they always sit down to pee, compared to an average 21% of men worldwide, which I'm in. The survey also found 54% of German men said they sometimes sit down to pee. Right. Compared to an average 37% of men worldwide. In fact, the Germans have a word for these fellas. They're called sitzpinklers. Now, here's my question. Do yeah. you sit down to wee in, say, like we are now, in a mall? Yes, I do. Why? Why would you do that? Like, if I had the option of not sitting on a public toilet... Because the toilets in Dubai are too right. like. Okay, well, France. Let's go back to France and you're in a public toilet. Would you sit down? Why would you I not? I prefer to. Why? Because it empties your bladder more. And you'll know that. I mean, I don't know if it happens to women. If you don't fully empty your bladder, you end up with that little map of South Africa on your trousers. Yeah, but if I go into a toilet that's not clean, I'm hovering above the seat. Yeah, in that situation, I'd stand up. But if the toilet's clean enough, I'll sit down. Right. Do you yeah. wipe it? Oh, the seat. <laughs> I always do that. Yeah, I always wipe the seat first. Yeah. Now, listen to this, though. There might be something in it with the uh, Germans here. A study by researchers at the Leiden University Medical Centre in the Netherlands found that sitting helps empty the bladder faster and more completely when compared to standing, so you're getting more out, which is yeah. important, according to my urologist. Yes. But also, it's better for your prostate as well. There you go. And obviously, we've had a bit of fun in that area so you, lately. So you're doing it right. Yeah. Right, to finish on today, a new survey has been asking people of the world what their favourite sandwiches are. The world's favourite sandwiches. What goes between two pieces of bread has caused wars. And with good reason. The world's favourite sandwiches. Tom, want you to have a think about what your favourite sandwich is. Oh, I don't need to think. Let me know what you think of these sandwiches. Now, you're going to have to put your vegetarianism on hold. Okay. And imagine, right? You and I differ a lot on sandwiches. Oh, we do. Number 15, the fish finger sandwich. Yes, I used to like that. Did you? Yeah. I love the sound of it. Did you vinegar it up? No. Ketchup. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can get vegetarian fish fingers. Number 14, pulled pork sandwich. Now, because if you get veggie pulled pork, it's lush. I, it, it's shredded, isn't it? It's like shredded uh, chicken. I'm not a fan of even the veggie version. I, it's not a... It's like a... Yeah. Cab. No, exactly. No. Nah. Number 13, a veggie sandwich, so just vegetables on a sandwich. No, and no. do you know what I'm really, really against? You go to restaurants, and it's a worldwide this, but particularly here, and their vegetarian option is a vegetable sandwich. And by that, I mean wet vegetables, like aubergine. Like a wet mushroom, and a wet aubergine. Zucchini and stuff like that, just like wet in a sandwich. Yeah. What makes them think that people would want that just because you're a vegetarian? It's so annoying. Disgusting. Number 12 is a Philly cheesesteak, which I'm going to give my stamp of of approval to because it's like strips of beef and melted cheese on I mean I'd eat this but I would say this is more you than yeah. me can you google this for me a Reuben sandwich like the artist in fact this is number 11 find out where that is what's on it it's a North American grilled sandwich composed of corned beef Swiss cheese and sauerkraut and Thousand Island dressing so yes I don't I mean, I mean corned beef no no, no, I'm vegetarian. No, no, but, but like, corned beef, I mean... It, some sort of, like, veggie ham replacement. Ah, uh, well, the, the corned beef, I imagine, is that dog meat. Oh, that looks like strips. No, it's like pastrami. But corned beef, to me, is that stuff that you get in the tin. No, never had it in my life. Wouldn't touch it. That and pork pies. They're from a different generation. Anybody who still eats that with it? Sauerkraut, is that, like, cabbage? cabbage? Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that's nice. With some melted cheese. Yeah, again, I feel like there's too much going on in this sandwich. It's more you. Yep. Number 10, a club sandwich. What's a club sandwich? That's the chicken, mayo and lettuce, isn't it? And, Decent. And then they, they put the thing in the middle and then they 
They toast it. It's like a triple decker, isn't it? Yeah. Don't mind it. Yeah. As a snack, it's not a main meal. <laughs> if it's got <laughs> chips, I'd have it. Number nine, egg salad sandwich. Once upon a time, yeah. I loved an egg, so, egg sandwich. Before I became anti-egg. Yeah. We're both anti-egg, by the way. <laughs> Number eight, chicken salad sandwich. Now, that sounds a lot like the club sandwich to me. Yeah, I think it's a bit fresher. It's not yeah. grilled. It's not got... I, I would say I'd prefer that. Number seven, roast beef and cheddar. That sounds like the Philly cheesesteak to me. Yeah, it's okay. Number six. Go on. Grilled cheese sandwich. Yes, her leaves. I mean, I love cheese. You like a toast. That's, a, that's yeah. what a toast is. Yeah. I've even started enjoying them with the dreaded tomato one. Do you know, it's that thing about toasty. Sometimes I fancy a toasty, but most of the time I'd, I'd opt for non-toasted. Number five, the BLT. Bacon, lettuce, tomato. It would never have been my sandwich of choice, but I'd eat it. Very popular sandwich. Yes, it is. Number four, tuna mayonnaise, the devil's work. Once upon a time, loved it, and once upon a time, so did Leo and Honey. There was always somebody wanting a I can't tuna. be in the kitchen when it's, tuna's up. a strong smell. If someone, I used to find, if someone ate it, like, in the staff room or, yeah. or on the train or somewhere like that, oh. there's certain places that it's offensive to eat a tuna sandwich. I used to love a chicken mayonnaise sandwich. Yeah. Which is basically the non-fishy yeah. tuna yeah, mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah. So I get the texture. Bit of sweet corn on it as well. Yeah, nice. Yes. Number three, chicken and bacon sandwich. That does sound appealing. Well, that's, yeah, sounds a bit like some of the others. Yeah. Now, top two. Mine's not been said yet. Number two, cheese and pickle. Yeah, it's okay. I, but again... in pickle like as in... Branston pickle. Oh, so a ploughman's. Not a ploughman's. Well, that's what cheese and pickle is. Well, no, a ploughman's is a, a salad with a chunk of cheese and... Yeah, but if you ask for a ploughman's sandwich, it's to be cheese and pickle. And salad. Yeah. When Leo went into hospital, he was craving, do you remember, cheese? Really? Yeah. The most popular sandwich, Laura. Is it mine? Well, what's yours? Cheese and tomato. It's ham and cheese, most popular sandwich. Ah. Uh, Which I would say is, when you were younger, that was never an option. You know when you had a buffet when you were a kid? It'd be ham sandwiches and it'd be cheese sandwiches. Yeah. They were never ham and cheese sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Because we lived in poorer times. Yes, absolutely. And you are basically putting double... The closest to mine was number two, but a cheese and cucumber or a cheese and tomato sandwich, 100%. Well, my greatest sandwich in the world <laughs> that I've been making lately, this is how I make it, two veggie sausages sliced in half onto square bread, melted cheese on it, yeah. sriracha mayonnaise, yeah. crispy onions, sprinkle, <laughs> sprinkle, and then... Little spray of the oil back in the air fryer to crisp the bread up. That sounds so fatty. Uh, See that? You and I are so different with sandwiches. The sandwich that we've not had for a long time that is amazing is the hot pepper jelly sandwich, which was toasty with lettuce, crispy lettuce. I know, I don't want it toasted. Peanut butter, spicy jam, and what was the other thing? Fake Fake bacon bacon. and lettuce. They used to sell it in a shop called Hot Pepper Jelly, which in Crouch End, around the corner from our Lindsay's, my cousin. But... We start making them in way and we love them. So we've not had it for ages. Yeah. Again, because fake bacon's expensive, isn't it? Yeah. This is one of them podcasts where I don't even know if I'll put it out because it's a God knows what the quality is going to be like. <laughs> it's been a good episode, though. We've talked about some fun stuff. What have we talked about? Sandwiches, prostate, the bum, toilets, France. Shit, splits, pitsons, whatever they're called. I mentioned that on the radio in Dubai, which is a bit edgy. And a German man messaged in and said, Yeah, Catboy, you get the sit splits and spit, sit pinkles, whatever it is. Right. And you get the something like star, star pinkles, which is the people who stand up to do it. Oh, there you go. But he said, It's a matter of respect to your family that you sit down because, to quote him, even the best shot in the world 
Yeah, hitting the target. That's something I've never had to deal with. Well, we'll leave it there then. That's episode one hundred and fifty-four. Hopefully, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back with episode one hundred and fifty-five. By the way, we're going to charts. Just a quick mention. Yes. As right now, as we speak on Friday afternoon, we are number nineteen in the charts. We are five places above actual Michelle Obama. I saw, I saw, and a lot of people have given us a lot of love for that and saying that's great news. I've, I've even had people messaging me saying, well done, well done. So that's great. So tell some more people to listen, please. Yeah, please, please. because we do it for nothing. We don't earn any money off it and it's fun. But yeah. It would be nice if they weren't just talking to ourselves. Yeah. So thank you for listening, if you are listening, and do spread the word. And we'll be back very soon. See you later. Bye. <laughs> The end. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, ninety-six percent replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a thirty-night guarantee. Plus, get fifteen percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.